Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Pure Hope. With your host, Reverend Janice Hope Gorman. Hope is the name the angels gave Reverend Gorman. Help open planetary eyes. And that's what we hope to do on Pure Hope. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, everybody, to the Pure Hope Show. This is our two-year anniversary. Yay, everybody who's been helping me with this uh, absolute great, great blog talk show. We have been doing these programs, and it has been absolutely an amazing ride. Um, Such great guests we have had on this show. This show has had amazing, amazing people that have been known nationally and internationally, and this show will be no exception. This is a pre-recorded program tonight, so we don't have the opportunity for you to phone in, but it will give you an opportunity to just sit back and enjoy the show without any interruptions. The topic tonight is on Kundalini. Kundalini rising, normally only accessible by yogis or shamans and monks. But more and more regular people are awakening their kundalini, and you can too. Did you know that along the base of your spine lies a dormant, extremely powerful force of potential energy, best known as kundalini, just waiting to be awakened? And that, when you experience your kundalini awakening, rising what we call from chakra to chakra, starting at the base of your spine, going to the top of your head, some enormously beneficial physical, emotional, psychological, and spiritual changes will occur, can occur, and can forever transform you. So this is what we're going to be talking about tonight, the Kundalini and Kundalini Rising with Nitin Axel. Uh, Nitin is a certified personal life coach, an award-winning filmmaker, who serves as a guide to individuals for growth in personal and professional life. His services via personal coaching, energy healing, energy activation workshops, lectures, films, and documentaries are all focused mainly on the path of purification of the soul to cultivate the seed of higher consciousness and overcome challenges in life to bring peace and harmony within. In 2007, he co-produced a featured-length film entitled Prayer Life, and received worldwide DVD release in 2008 and has won awards at festival current circuits. In 2010, he produced, directed, an award-winning documentary film on Kundalini that explains energy experiences of real people of today with personal and social impact. So we are most definitely fortunate to have Nitin with us as our guest tonight on our show. Please help me welcome Nitin to our program tonight. And he is calling in from uh, Washington, D.C. I asked him where he's calling in from. Hello, Nitin. Thank you for joining us tonight. How are you? I'm doing very good, Hope. Thank you very much. How are you? I am doing wonderful, doing wonderful. I uh, know that you're a very busy man, and you are also known nationally and internationally and going all over, so I so much appreciate that you said yes to our program. And thank you for being on our two-year anniversary. So I'm very excited about that, very excited about that. Oh, thank you, thank you. It's my pleasure to be on the show, and thank you for for inviting me. Thank you for inviting me. Well, we talked a little bit before the program started, and I've already become fascinated in your journey. And one of the questions that I always like to start out with to ask my guests is, what Mm -hmm. has drawn you to this type of energy work and how you chose Kundalini Rising? Um, what, What drew you to this type of work? 
Um, yeah, I I was always looking um, to find the truth. Uh, who am I and um, what I'm here for? Um, and more more of so, it was in um, 2006 and 2007 when I was going through some life um, uh, challenges as such in career and um, uh, what I had to do. And I I was making films and, um, you know, there were some uh, moments where um, we used to do films and films are doing well. We got um, awards and festivals and then the next day you are back to normal and uh, you just just feel that your life is empty and at one side again you start going and you want these awards you want you want this fame and um, fortune and all and then you get some something of that and then you go back to normal so i really started questioning myself that what is the real i'm here for uh, what is my real strength i think i want to be a filmmaker award winning filmmaker who maybe one day i get an oscar so kind of ego-driven um, career that I was trying to leave, but but there were some challenges coming through and was telling me that, no, I need to just really go back and really see why I'm here for, what what is my real purpose. And when I start, started questioning those, the answers start, started coming to me. The real people who needed to be in life started giving me messages. Uh, the right people, right energy started coming to me. And um, then I started meditating. I, you know, just synchronicity started happening. I found a book on a meditation on a bookshop. I read that book. Uh, the book was from a famous filmmaker from Hollywood. And I was in a, in, in a section in that bookshop where, where all the filmmakers and dramas and other books are. And somehow that book just caught my attention. And I, the first page talks about meditation a Hollywood filmmaker talking about meditation. So I started doing meditation, and I knew that uh, Reiki and other stuff that which I had studied um, or done in my childhood, but never followed up much, and I started doing those um, techniques. And uh, really, 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 I started surrendering to the reality and just be with it in the moment and see what the universe brings to me. And when that forgiveness, that surrender was really, really intense, when I had a desire that was developed in me to really find what is my purpose is, then I started getting these symptoms of energies, um, and then I started, curiously started looking more and more and started studying those, and then I realized that it must be Kundalini. And, um, and then in 2009, in July, I had a... Uh, uh, first experience with Kundalini energy, which uh, really, really shifted my focus uh, and and shifted me to the right place where I, I I wanted to be, to really, really work through your own own talent. Um, and then the message came to me that I need to need to do documentary on Kundalini. Forget about those commercial films that you want to do or um, that you want to win awards and be famous or. I think the real purpose is to to do something that you really feel purposeful and happy at the end of the day and other people get help uh, from that. And of course, the money and fame and other things will follow. If you want to do commercial films and others, that will come as well. But in 2009, that happened and um, that energy experience happened. The Kundalini somehow came through me and it's not just it came to me. Um, it, It is something that I was driven to uh, with my desire to have that strength or power within to really find yourself. And then instead of looking the fame and other stuff or power outside, I started looking within. And when that happened, it's it just um, it was just blissful that experience that I had. So yeah, it is it is always there within. The energies are always within ourselves. We just have to connect with them. That's how well, it happens. I love this because just as I said before, you and I just had a brief moment to talk before the show went on. And and just with your answer that you just gave right now, I just think mm-hmm. you you are the real deal because we talked <laughs> a little bit about 
how the ego gets in the way. And, you know, when you do a blog mm-hmm. talk show, and we're doing quite well, and so when you ask certain people to be on the blog show, sometimes their mm-hmm. ego gets kind of involved. And so immediately Jody, my assistant, said, oh, Nitin is just so kind and so so real. Uh-huh. And, and so we could feel wow. right away your energy of... Um, not only support for us, but support for the world. And so that's why I appreciate celebrating this anniversary with you. So, Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. <laughs> the subject of Kundalini, I think, is very intriguing. And I know that perhaps a lot of, a lot of people know about this subject, but I also mm-hmm. know that a lot of people do not know the definition of Kundalini or what Kundalini mm-hmm. energy is. So could you explain that right. to our audience? Yes, um, um, I don't know whether I can really define uh, um, Kundalini energy. Um, it's it's an energy, energy of consciousness within every person that stays dormant at the base of the spine. It's a mysterious energy, um, and many people have experiences of these energies. And when this energy rises, you become more higher conscious. Um, but there are there are this energy is mysterious it's it's there within everyone, but not everyone um, is uh, is able to channel it upward um to connect with it um so it's hard to define it's hard to conceptualize because we cannot really measure it we cannot really see its flow it has to be experienced, and every person has its different way um that it, he or she experiences the overall um overall setting or concept or experience is the same, but the symptoms for uh, when, it, when it rises within a person m- might be different. So it's, it's hard to define because it's a spiritual energy. It's hard to define God. You know, everybody has its own way of looking at God or treating as God. And this is a spiritual energy. So if, if I really have to say it as a defined definition, I would say that it's, the, it's an energy of consciousness that lies dormant at the base of the spine of every person and that energy that knows what is your true blueprint is, what are you here for, what is your true gaps. And when it rises, you connect with that higher consciousness and your true nature, your true gifts starts coming and then your life starts changing because you, you are working with higher consciousness. So basically, it's all energy. We are all energies. Even if, if the table, the chair in our in our you know, office or home, they are all Energies only think they don't have consciousness. Their vibration is low. But we humans and living beings, we have this energetic consciousness within us and we are all at different levels of consciousness. The more higher consciousness you have, you are like, you know more, you can see more. It's like you've been on the 10th floor. If you're watching um, a city from the 10th floor, you can see all the streets, where to go, how to go. Versus you're on the first floor, you're not able to see those. So you got to climb up to the 10th floor to see it. In the same way, the energy is. It's, it's dormant at the base of the spine, and when it rises, you, you, you are able to see more. You're able to visualize more. You are, your intuition gets more higher. You start functioning well with, mm. with your true self. So mm. that's, that's, kind of a, that's kind of a feeling that I have. But, uh, but you know, overall, whole universe is energy, and we are all energies and there is overall consciousness on this universe, and we are we, we are part of that consciousness. And you know, we had talked about um, that you were born in India, but mm-hmm. did did this journey begin when you were raised in India then at all, or was it after you moved to the United States then? Uh, India, I only heard the name Kundalini. And uh, okay. I had some things like Kundalini energy, the activation, Jagruti and all, and it's kind of a dangerous. So I had some kind of distant feeling about it. But, um, no, I used to read a lot of spiritual books and uh, while, while throughout my childhood, but never really anticipated or expected or, or, or experimented anything. It's only when I was uh, in USA um, in 2006 and 7 where where I was really really uh, looking for uh, for something within uh, to 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 find and uh, when that mm. started then it's uh, it's really 
it is started that right right book and material and I started reading and hmm. um it's it started giving me the symptoms and uh, that's how it started but yeah i mean there are so many things that are that are are um are are, are you are you're responsible for and then you're capable of which which you don't know but at certain time time in life it's it's just um, you 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 just start connecting with those but that mm-hmm. time has to come um because all your life you just um, you just living with your ego self but when you really, really start shattering that ego self stop complaining because people when they are born when the babies are born they are born with so energy that's the kundalini energy that's working through them they grasp all the knowledge and information from from the universe so fast and as it starts growing people starts conditioning them father mother teachers outside people or said world start conditioning you are a boy you should not do this you are a girl you should do that and then you just start you know letting go uh, your true self and that's how it was you know in childhood i was you know just 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 um, um, mm-hmm. it but mm-hmm. when you stop when when you go through your life and you you complain that why i'm not millionaire yet why my relationship don't work why am i hate my job why my boss is not taking care of me all that's why why questions we keep on doing we start competing with others we not finding our true self and then we just stay in that vicious circle but mm-hmm. at some point in your life you 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 really have to let go you really have to stop complaining and when that moment came to me in 2006 7 2008 when i really said to myself i'm going to just stop complaining and just keeping myself what what I am here as it as happy I am then that moment came and changed so hmm. yeah it's uh, is the journey really started uh, you can say it started from india because that's how that that was needed for for this energy to for me to to, to surrender so suffering uh, emotional suffering is necessary for us to let go of our ego uh, to realize mm-hmm. that mhm So that must um when we talk about the symptoms of um um about the symptoms of kundalini or the social impact um yeah. of raising what do you mean by that So there are physical symptoms that you feel um you know when energy started starts doing work in you you may get some shaking uh, some vibrations in your legs in your body you might get some itching on one side of your body you might you might uh, you might um get shivering or you might feel suddenly cold or hot um those kind of symptoms will come and once once that kundalini energy really starts rising in you you start realizing your true self and that maybe is totally different than what you are i mean you are an accountant but suddenly you know that you, you that's not that's not what your true self is you need to be a social worker so you give up your job and you start working helping others and that's how the social impact will be because your family will start questioning you will have to overcome others their their questions and then you will have to really really go through and surrender to the energy within you what's telling you to do and that will impact your 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 relationships your overall life your your bosses your work life because your work won't be the, the same for you either you will become more better at work or you will you will feel that this is not the work for you this is not the job for you you need to do something else something else is what the energy will tell you what you need to do so in a way towards the end you will do good because you will really effectively affect in a good way socially the other people because you will put a purpose in your life but you'll have to go through that challenge so right. first of all the physic- physical symptoms and then second um the outer world will start questioning why are you changing <laughs> who are you, who are you becoming now so i'm going to ask you an interesting question <clears throat> about mm-hmm. you know like right now i'm coughing and i'm feeling some energy in my body Could okay. this, you know, by talking to you and experiencing this, could could I be having an experience right now because I was just looking at my assistant and saying, "Why am I coughing?" 
coffee. Now, why am I coughing? Could yeah. this be <clears throat> something that's going on for me or could it be going on for other audience members when just talking about this? It's very much likely possible, and it's very much likely it's happening to you. Okay. Because these energies are real, they can be, they, they transmit through media, through phones, to 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 internet, uh, through online connections. It's possible because we are all connected. And okay. if the receiver is receiver is strong enough to receive the transmitter signal, it will receive it. If it has to be powerful, it has to be tuned. So you are a spiritual person. You are you your receiver in your brain or your energies, vortexes are clean and they are all open to to attune the right frequency, the right vibration to to attract, to accept, to receive it. And when I'm talking it, the transmitter has to be also pure and clean. The transmitter doesn't have to be fake. If the transmitter is real, it will project that energy, and that will be received by you. So I am I'm I'm pretty much sure that you are receiving. And these are the symptoms that you're getting because of that. Okay, because I started looking at my assistant, and I, you know, I could feel a funny—I shouldn't say funny—but an energy coming up, and then started that choking, and I could feel energy coming over by listening to you. Wow! And Where exactly is choking? How do you feel right now? Well, I feel much better because. Um, because, you know, I was trying to stop the process, and when I started to stop the process, then I started feeling like I needed to cough more. And yeah. so that's the reason I felt like not a normal cough. It felt like there was energy coming up right. the base of my spine, and, and it stopped at my throat. And wow. and, then I, and then I was trying to stop it, and I, now after talking to you, I, I feel perfectly fine. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah. I think that's what's happening. Our Sometimes we have a little bit of ego self that comes in between. Oh, what's happening to me? I want to control this. But I think we need to let the energy do its work. Yeah. So when after listening to you, you kind of surrender and let that energy go up and it passes through the, through the throat chakra. Correct. So it's 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 very 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 real. It's it's this energy is very real. So what you're receiving it is very real. And just be blissful with it. Be happy with it. It's, it's doing its own work for you wow. to, to become more fine-tuned, become more conscious. Wow. And I'm not even trying. I, I'm not even trying consciously to do this. It's just it, this is the this is the thing that we are all connected. Mm-hmm. And we are all connected. The, the energy comes, but mm-hmm. but we have to be op- open to receive. Our ego self has to stay away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. That's beautiful that you receive it. Wow, thank you. Thank you for explaining that, too. Thank you. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about your DVD on Kundalini, um, the documentary. Mm -hmm. I showed it to my leadership class, and I've watched it several times. And and one of the things that I was fascinated with was the triggering of the Kundalini. And Mm -hmm. I believe one of the things that they showed on there is someone who had fallen down steps and I assume yeah. like things like hitting that the tip of the tailbone, perhaps I don't know, like falling on stone ice. I was yeah. kind of surprised at how that could trigger the Kundalini. Um, can you tell us more about those types of awakening? And are they bad awakenings, or are they uh, what kind of awakenings are those? I guess. Yeah. Um, yes, it can happen. It happens if a um, person gets into an accident car accident or any accident that that shakes or, or hurt the the spine or especially at the root chakra if you get an impact the energy can shoot up um and then the second part what you say is is it a bad or not um it's very interesting question because nothing in this life is bad everything happens for a reason everything happens for something good at the end if it happens accidentally, the energy shoots up accidentally, that means the person is getting it unconsciously. I mean, he's, he's not really trying for it, and it comes to him. And if the person is not ready to channel this energy within, it can be it can be very, very challenging. It's like energy is 
or like like electric circuit is not ready to 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 turn on the switch to to turn on all the lights the circuit is not ready it has to be ready it, the wires and everything needs to be fine tuned all the cables needs to be properly cabled and fish before we start the switch to to light the whole entire house and if this energy just prematurely triggers in you you will have symptoms of your body will totally go into into trauma you might you might just be bedridden you won't know what to do you you all your results the medical results will say you are fine but you still won't have strength because medical industry won't um, unfortunately won't be able to detect these energy symptoms what's happening so that way it's challenging uh, hmm. so it can happen why accidents but it's going to be a painful experience when it happens like that unless a person who who is spiritually very clean pure in his mind he already follows um forgiveness surrender and a nice person these accidents he will go through that properly too if if the kundalini energy rises through him or through him through mm. or through her so it mm. all depend but mostly this energetic experiences which are prematurely even even consciously some people try to erase their energies if they're not ready they're going to have challenges they're going to have the painful uh, experiences of those mhm <clears throat> yeah because i had always heard that i think when i first started hearing about the kundalini or studying the kundalini is that they talked about how um oh, there's some fear base around it what i when i heard about it uh, that you know mm-hmm. don't raise the kundalini because it might burn your jets and uh, yeah. make you crazy and things like that so right yeah it it's um it's 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 a fear for um for because you're not ready to receive that power um every power comes with the responsibility and if you, you if you are capable of handling that power wisely then then you you are eligible to get that power and that's why it's it's been um it's been like that people are fearful because people have tried to get the power without being ready and then they they got into trouble so the the goal is to be well your mind body and soul be very balanced and then the energy when it travels and rises then it will be blissful and happy and it will be safe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there won't be any fear um and the other thing is don't have fear of fear um sometimes people have oh yeah i want to i want to raise my kundalini but i'm i'm scared that's that's it you don't put that scare in in you uh, right now you when we you had this experience you had a little bit of discomfort that you didn't want this and then you stop mm-hmm. it so yeah so that's why we have to be very 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 open for this energy to rise within you and that's why the surrender of anything that comes to you take it as it is a lesson uh is very important you have to program your mind subconsciously if 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 this energy experience happens to me i will i will surrender to it and and let it let it do its job Uh, and surrender means i don't i don't mean that you have to be a doormat to other people uh, or forgive um, unconditionally you have to make your point but just just forgive them and forgive yourself for doing whatever you've done in past for the other people which you feel guilty about so all those things needs to be programmed subconsciously in your mind so your your vehicle your body is ready for this energy to channel safely inside you then there's no pain and suffering then there is no fear because you know you are clean you're open and you're going to use this power wisely. Hmm. hmm. So you're in. So the best way is is the best way to trigger the kundalini awakening and maybe we talked about that with when you talked about spiritual trinity about the body mind and soul connection is there a better way or a best way to trigger the kundalini awakening inside of people? Yes, um that's that's what i do in my workshops when i do my workshops when i conduct my trainings and workshops for others i go through um through a visualized journey of meditations and exercises uh, but focus the cleansing of soul um we all have put on so much of guilt and pain and suffering within us 
uh, since childhood, you know, our parents told something that we didn't like. We were expecting something that we didn't get. We were yelled. There are many people got molested when they were kids or any other suffering. They they were not really happy about it. And we grew up with those and we kept those in our minds. And we thought we have overcome those, but we not. Those things are still in our minds somewhere. We have just suppressed those feelings. And we try to suppress those by finding happiness outside to overcome those. And we did get happiness. We did got, get other stuff that we wanted in life, or we did not. But those things are still there inside our mind, which we have suppressed. So in my workshop, I do uh, run um, the cleansing of soul mechanism. Really, really go back all the way to your childhood and from the childhood until today, let go, cleanse, flush out all those guilt, suffering, pain, memories that you have. Forgiveness for self, for doing something that you feel you, I shouldn't have done this to others. And forgiveness to others. Oh, that person did this to me. But anyway, it's okay. He, is, he, he was a human being. He made a mistake. So let it go from your system. So don't hold on to anything. And once you start doing that, you start cleansing and cleansing and cleansing, the more layers and layers and layers of onion you're killing. And then you, you know, there, it's not going to happen overnight, but this workshop sets it up so that you, you start practicing that. And then um, then I uh, practice, um, uh, I conduct the meditations of raising the energy safely as well. So it's a combination of all, but the, the goal is to pure your soul, let go all impurities, and start feeling those with true and blissful love. Anything happy mm-hmm. things that happen to you from the childhood, put that back inside you. Just increase those. So it's like a jar. The jar is com- contaminated water. Let empty that jar of contaminated water and fill it with fresh and happy and pure water. So that's you know, let go all the sorrows and pain and suffering from you and put all the new things, the happy things that, that has happened to you since your childhood as of today and multiply those and fill it with that bliss and then see how it goes. And that's the right way because you start doing that subconsciously, you become more powerful and you, you are able to focus on positive things. You start looking at everything positively, everything happily. And once that happens, the spirituality, all consciousness comes to you. The energy starts rising in you. Then, and that's that's the safest way. Um, people do shakti path. People do a lot of body movements. They try to raise energies and all. Uh, uh, but I think my way uh, of teaching, my guidance is more of um, more of a safe way, a little bit slow but sure way, uh, mm-hmm. uh, to raise the energy, mm-hmm. a safe way. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm ready to do a workshop with my. <laughs> I'm ready to get people together to come to the Hope Interfaith Center if we get you here because I am resonating so much with what you're saying at this time. Resonating, resonating. So Thank you. I, Thank you. In your workshops, do you teach kundalini mantras or meditations that you help awaken people? Or? Yeah, um, I do um, visualize journey of meditation and I do uh say a prayer of Kundalini, which the attendees repeat in their mind. And then uh, we go silent for a few minutes. Then again, I keep talking, keep saying some prayers. And um, the uh, all attendees start um, they, they repeat in their mind. And there are some Bij mantras also for each chakra that we repeat. Um, um, but those are Bij mantras that everybody knows, or people who do chakra balancing and all they know. So it's a part of everything, just balancing all your chakras. But the prayer is more important. The desire is more important. And then I, in 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 the workshop, I actually create an energetic environment in that room, so that energetic environment helps the attendees to let go the fear, let go the anxiety, let go the pain and sufferings. Right now, when we are talking on phone, you you receive this energy and it it raises. And uh, when we talking you were let go your your blockage in your throat as well. So there is something that was there. So imagine we are in person and we're doing this. 
So that becomes more energetic. And people people let go their fears and sufferings and their energy starts vibrating more and more. So that's what the energetic environment I create um, where we do combination of breath work, the mantras, but mainly the prayer that actually sets the mindset to release, the release, the pain, let go, and forgiveness and and self unconditional love kicks in inside you. That's how mm-hmm. I do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was going to say that's what I felt when I was talking to you. To me, that you created mm-hmm. an energetic environment for me to allow the Kundalini to rise. Um, that's what I was feeling from you when you were speaking. Beautiful. And I, could, and I could feel that once again right before we went on the air when I was talking to you that you were kind of creating this sacred space yeah. to just allow me to be me and to allow that energy to rise. So you were creating that. So I can only imagine that with intention when you gather exactly. with a bunch of people that it would even be more powerful. Exactly. You said it exactly. You nailed it right. Um, it's 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 um. You're right. I mean, it's intention that matters. Uh, uh, intention that you put out there when you start the workshop, a pure intention to help others. And then the energy just works through you. Um, when I say I create, I, I really don't mean to say I create. It just happens. It just gets created. Right. 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 And then the energy is within you. Everybody has the seed of consciousness. It's not that I'm giving you energy to anybody. All I'm doing is just cultivating the seed. Right. I, the seed is there in, in the soil. You're just putting the soil properly. You're just putting water around it. So that, and then just pour your uh, pure intention of love to that to that plant or to that seed, and then that seed starts growing. Same thing we do. It's very simple, but it just mm-hmm. happens. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, you're you're absolutely right. We it just the energetic environment gets created for cultivation of your for, for your kundalini energy, and then it, it's up to each person to to mm-hmm. to to receive that and and raise that energy. And and the goal is to to not the attendees will depend on me. They have their own seed. They have their own energy. We just trigger it, and then it just starts growing. And then they start, start, start working through them by themselves. So what do you think about drinking and, and eating certain foods? Like if they would come to the workshop, and let's say they have not given up drinking yet, or they do eat a lot of sugar, wheat, you know, how does that work then? Do you ask them to give that up before they come to a workshop then or yeah so i mean first of all if a person is coming to workshop if he signed up for workshop and who who drinks a lot that tells something that tells that the process has already started in him that he wants to attend this kundalini workshop so he is ready to make a change mhm so the guidelines are always there. Um, a, a week before, I I appreciate if um, uh, if folks don't drink um, and moderate in uh, uh, in um, uh, in uh, the food, um, be, eat more healthy food, um, more fresh vegetables, um, uh, less of red meat. If they really have to, uh, if they can be vegetarian, that's fine. If not, that's fine too. But just be moderate. Um, in everything uh, a week or two before just be uh, the more goal is to be open to receive the open to learn open to seek the guidance so in moderation if they if they follow if they if they moderately do coffee moderately do um, uh, their drinking and smoking habits that's good if they can eliminate completely a week or two before that's awesome it it all depends on their own their own desire um so and they are if they sign for a workshop, that means they have the desire. They have the desire to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they follow the guidelines more, then it's even more. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't have a strict um, uh, strict instruction to do this. It's all a recommendation, and it's each person's soul to 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 decide if you want to take that recommendation and go to that. Okay. Right. But um, but once that energy starts kicking in uh, in the workshop, then automatically that energy is gonna gonna you know, gonna make that make that difference. If a person is vegetarian and if he needs 
some proteins in body, the energy is going to tell that person that you need to eat some some meat or chicken or whatever, and for a while or fish something. If a person is too much eating fish, and it might the energy might tell him you have to let it go. So the so the person will automatically will change, and naturally it will change. It, it, he doesn't have to force himself to let go sugar. He doesn't have to force himself to um, to let go the drinking or smoking. It will just start happening slowly, 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 and starts cleaning. Hmm. Well, at this time, I usually ask you: Would you like to share a prayer or a meditation or a Kundalini mantra? With our audience at this time, do you feel comfortable doing that? Yeah, yes, absolutely. Um, uh, we can do that. How, like how much time we have? Five minutes, ten minutes? Um, you can have any amount of time. We are on for an hour <laughs> and a half, so I'll be watching okay. the time. You can take as much time as you'd like. Okay, let's uh, let's shoot for five to seven minutes. Um, let's do a meditation, um, and I will uh, do the Kundalini prayer in the beginning of the meditation, and then um, we can have everybody go quiet, close their eyes, and I will instruct um, um, uh, how uh, they should breathe and uh, keep listening and um, keep listening to the prayer and um, and keep that prayer inside the mind, um, saying that in, inside the mind, and see how how that goes. Um, okay. 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 All right. So um we got to do a meditation to uh, request kundalini energy to 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 rise and um we're going to do this prayer um it's it's basically just simple words a simple plain english words that I'm going to say loud and each attendee should um repeat those words in their own mind as if they are speaking to their own kundalini energy. All right. Let's begin. Let's um let's close our eyes. And just um breathe normally for now for next couple minutes. Just regular normal breath. Just be with yourself. Connect with yourself. And I'm going to say the Kundalini prayer now, which you repeat inside your mind. Hey Kundalini Devi, the Goddess of Consciousness, I surrender to you. The energy of consciousness within me, I surrender to you. Change me, reset me, transform me, update me, reformat me. To do the life purpose, and I surrender to you, Kundalini Devi, the Goddess of Consciousness. I surrender to you. Now give your attention to your root chakra at the base of your spine where the reservoir of kundalini energy resides and slowly visualize as you breathe in. Visualize this energy from the root chakra rising up through your spine from the back of the body all the way to the top of your head. So as you breathe in, Visualize the energy raising up from the back of the body through the spine all the way to the top of the head. And as you breathe out, send that energy back to the root chakra from the front side of your body. So forming a loop. Breathe in from the root chakra 
all the way to the top of the head, from the back of the body, and breathe out from the front, back to the root chakra, forming a loop. Just keep visualizing and keep breathing and breathing out. And as you're breathing in and breathing out, I'm going to do the Kundalini prayer. I'm going to keep doing the Kundalini prayer loudly. And you keep repeating that in your mind as you breathe in from the root chakra and breathe out back to the root chakra. Hey Kundalini Devi, I surrender to you. I sincerely request your presence, your activation within me. I forgive myself for causing pain and suffering to others. And I forgive others for causing pain and suffering to me. Surrender. I surrender. I sincerely request your activation within me to find my true purpose, to find my true self, to serve with my true colors on this planet. I surrender to you. Keep breathing in and breathing out from the root chakra to the top of the head and from the top of the head back to the root chakra forming the loop of energy and keep the surrender mode forgiveness mode the attitude of being forgiven and forgiving others just be open to receive the blessings the happiness the love and let go the impurities, the blockages. Love your energy. Love your life. Love yourself. You're a beautiful soul. You deserve happiness, peace, and life. The joy within you. Let it go. Anything from your childhood until today you feel you did something unpleasant, if you feel you could recall anything that you did bad that you feel guilty about, let it go. Flush it out from your system. It's not necessary here. Cleanse it. As you're breathing in and as you're breathing out, you may feel that in your mind somewhere. You might recall that. As you breathe out, you are you're breathing out to that portion where you feel in your head, around your neck, around your chest, anywhere. Just breathe out there and blow the, like, a, like you're blowing air on that part, on that piece, and flushing that out or blowing that away from your mind. Just really, 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 really force it out. You don't need it. Do the same for, for something that you have put in from others who have given you suffering and pain, the anger that you have for them. Let it go. They were human beings. They made mistakes. It's okay. Don't hold on to that. Breathe out to that portion where you feel that blockage is there and flush it out. Let it go. Cleanse it. Your beautiful soul you're more beautiful and happy and peaceful than you think. Connect with yourself. Connect with your own energies. Your own Kundalini energy. Your bliss, your footprint, your true self, your true nature. Hey Kundalini Devi, I surrender to you. Change me, reset me, transform me. Rise within me. 
for me to find my true self, to find my true nature, to serve on this planet Earth. I surrender to you. Surrender to you. Now take one more minute and after that come back to your normal breath. And whenever you feel like after that you can open your eyes. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank Welcome. you so much. Wow. Mm-hmm. That was incredibly, yes. incredibly powerful. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. I wanted to ask you a little bit about your, if I can talk right now, <laughs> about <laughs> your, <laughs> your feature-length film entitled Fair Life which yeah. has received worldwide release in 2008 and has won awards. Can you tell us a little bit about that um, particular um, feature-length film, yeah. Prayer Life? Yeah, sure. Um, Prayer Life is a feature-length drama, um, feature film. Um, it's, uh, it's based on faith. Uh, it's a Christian uh, faith-based drama. Um, now I'm not a Christian. Uh, I'm Hindu, but it doesn't matter. We are all, you know, we are all human beings, and I think the human nature is the, the peaceful and happiness to bring outside is the is the real religion. So we made this film, um, but it tells about um, a story about an employee who had faith in, uh, who had a Christian faith, and who, who was Christian and had a very strong faith in God, but you know, as we start becoming more stronger at work, when we start getting promotions, we start getting bonuses, we start becoming so independent and confident, we start forgetting how we get there. We start forgetting the God, the faith. And we think we are the God, we can do everything. So it's a story of a woman who was who, who was rising in corporate ladder so fast, and one day she came into a dead wall where she cannot go ahead. And the company had uh, accused her for cooking the books, the accounting frauds. In. And she lost her job and she had to fight um, to get it back. But that time she remembered God again. And um, she felt guilty about going back to the faith, going to God again. And her very good friend actually helped her and said that God will always take you back. You just go with surrender mode and uh, you will find the way. So it's her journey of losing the faith and then coming through circumstances in life to coming back to the faith again. And during that faith um, discovery back again, she comes out of accounting uh, fraud and everything very cleanly. And her case is um, her court case is done or uh, handled by uh, by a lawyer who doesn't even believe in God, and he actually discovers. The, faith, he actually gets faith in enter into his life um, as as he goes through and wins the case for this employee. That's the film that we um, I co-produced with my production partners from East West Films and um, uh, was, it was written by my, uh, my uh, fellow uh, co-producers and uh, we thought this was the first feature film that we did, did and we thought what a good to do to do a do a faith based film first and then then go into more ventures. So but it turned mm-hmm. out very well and we won several awards for this festivals and in film festivals and uh, got a release on DVD. Hmm. And you're working on a new film, you said. Yes, right now we are also uh, we just shot another film called Two in India. Um, it's a it's more of a commercial film, but it also has a spiritual base. It's a, it's a film story about a farmer who 
who had uh, whose goal was to reunite a boy that he found uh, on street back to his family and how pain and suffering he went through to 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 connect to his original family and by doing that this farmer himself found love and appreciation from his own family so it's a journey his life journey as well um, and has a spiritual base to this of course this is a commercial film which has songs and dances and other stuff but genuinely it has a very strong spiritual desire that this this farmer had um to succeed in reuniting this boy to his family so we shot that in november december in india and now it's in post production um and it's going to be uh, available uh, it will be released in um uh, in any time from april and and august this uh, this this time frame in, in india hmm. Hmm. well this is a question because we are pre-recording this but we are in the week okay. right before valentine's day and so okay. It's an interesting question again. If you could sit with any master teacher on Valentine's Day to talk to them and to tell them how much you love them, which master would that be and why? Um, I would just uh, connect with with my feminine self uh, within me. Um, You know, it's the kundalini energy, uh, shakti energy that we call. Um, It has different... different, um, forms. Um, if it's outside, it's called Durga, but if it's within you, it's called Shakti, the power. So, yeah, the masculine energy within me, I will connect to the feminine energy within me and uh, and pray for, for a peaceful and uh, peaceful union. Uh, and I think that, that will really, really bring the soul-to-soul connection uh, within me. That's what I feel. Mm-hmm. Love the answer. Love the answer. Thank you. So, <laughs> okay. would would you just tell us a little bit more about your workshops and lectures that you do provide for people around the nation, and how they might mm-hmm. get hold of you for more information? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have. I have a website. Um, my uh, my media company, which does all the spiritual work and workshops and spiritual documentaries and films, is called Seven Dots Media. Seven as in number seven, Darts, D-O-T-S, media. So they can uh, go to the website, www.7dartsmedia. So seven, D as in doctor, O as in orange, T as in Tom, S as in Sam, media, M-E-D-I-A, dot com. Over there, they will see the um, contact information. Uh, they can send us an email um, uh, and uh, connect with us, and I can... Um, uh, then uh, uh, connect them with them back. But the schedule and information about the workshops are listed. Uh, my email is nitin at sevendartsmedia.com and uh, I can be reached also by cell 703-402-3783. Um, and that's how um, you know people sign up on workshop. Or, and uh, we travel, I travel as well and uh, can conduct workshops in the cities. Um, where people um, can invite me, and uh, I also travel and conduct and and set up workshops in different cities. So those schedules are also listed on that um, on that site as well. Okay, so you have done workshops. At, have you done workshops in Minneapolis at all here in Minnesota? Not in Minnesota. So I would love to come there and do um, whenever the next opportunity might might strike. I would love to have you come and do a workshop here at the Hope Interfaith Center because of the because of the oneness that, consciousness that you hold. I love that so yeah, much. Yeah, that would be great. I would love to. I would love to come there and uh, do that workshop. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, I, will... I would like to also um, also let you guys know that. Um, uh, I'm also starting another, uh, already started another uh, another initiative of spiritual trinity that we briefly talked about. Uh, is is bringing a, a overall life balance in, in a person's life, like mind, body, and soul. Because right now there are so many people just focusing on meditations. So more, so many people are just focusing on exercises like going to gym and body work, and some people are just doing all the nutrition. 
But I think the combination of all that needs to happen for a, a whole balanced uh, life. And then that actually triggers um, the, the energies, that all that uh, energy, Kundalini energy uh, within you. So I'm, uh, you can know more details of that as well on Spiritual Trinity website, which is www.spiritualtrinity.com, uh, where we have a set of instructions for overall well-being. Uh, it can be meditation, it can be yoga, it can be exercises, it can be nutrition and diet. Combination of all uh, formalized to have a healthy living lifestyle. And that actually will trigger. And it has also meditation for forgiveness and surrender now, so and so. But without going directly into Kundalini, it, it actually brings everything all together to potentially at the end rise your Kundalini and, and safely and, and, and surely as well. Hmm. Hmm. Thank you for sharing that. We promise you, Nitin, that we will have this all on our website as well. We're our guests and our audience tonight um, who okay. are listening will be able to get in contact with you. We'll make sure that all of that is on our website uh, that okay. people can get a hold of you. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much for celebrating our ending of our second full year here at the Hope Interfaith Center and for the Pure Hope Show. What a joy you have been on this program tonight. I thank you for the the comfortableness of this interview tonight. I appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. Nitin. And um, <laughs> Thank you, know, you very much said, for having me. Even when I said, <laughs> how do I pronounce your name? I and Jody have been going over that. And you were just so casual and so kind. And you know, <laughs> I do want our audience to know that that is a very rare thing when somebody is known internationally and nationally. And so the divine I feel in you, and I just appreciate that so much, so much. So. You're welcome. I think we are all connected energetically. We are all, all divine beings, and we all have a potential to rise more and more. And, uh, yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm just blessed that this energy is within me, and I think we all are we are all seeking the truth, and uh, we will get to that. And uh, that's the goal. That's the goal, uh, to be peaceful, happy, and at the end of the day, serve. And that will bring us some more wealth and health and happiness. So okay. thank you very much for having me here. It's all, it's all, um, it's all my honor, um, and I'm looking forward to meet you. Great, great. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, I am going to end our evening tonight with two of my favorite poets. First, from Gibran's book, The Prophet. I and my husband used to give that book out to people who were just getting married. And he writes some very interesting words near the end of his book that seem to speak to our emergence into our full awakening. So I would like to just share them with you from my heart to your heart, all of my guests and all of those who are listening. The veil that clouds your eyes shall be lifted by the hands that wove it. And the clay that fills your ears shall be pierced by those fingers that needed it. And you shall see, and you shall hear. Yet you shall not deplore having known blindness, nor regret having been deaf. For in that day you shall know the hidden purpose in all things, and you shall bless the darkness as you would bless the light. And if I could sit with anyone on Valentine's Day, it, of course, would be my friend uh, Rumi. And so I would thank him for this next piece of written sweet nectar that I keep on my personal altar at home. And this is what Rumi, one of Rumi's beautiful poems, speaks of. You were born with potential. You were born with goodness and trust. You were born with ideals and dreams. You were born with greatness. You were born with wings. You were not meant for crawling, so don't. You have wings. Learn to use them and fly. 
I wish to thank all of you, all of my listeners for these past two years for listening, not only tonight, but for um, all of this time. And I know that many of you, I know many of you personally, and you've, you've shown such great love to me and the Hope Interfaith Center and to the Pure Hope Show. And I love and I appreciate you all. I send you now a cosmic hug for Valentine's Day over the airways, and I hope that you feel that love that comes from my heart to yours tonight as we celebrate our two-year anniversary together. Thank you for helping me share this information with others. I appreciate it when you have it on your own Facebook to let people know that the Pure Hope Show has indeed these fabulous speakers that come on this show to teach you, to give you information, and just simply to send you love. I do believe that social media can be a magic wand to fan the flames of hope, love, and peace, and kindness. So I thank you once again for passing that on to many, many others. Also, I could not go with these two years without thanking my friend, my personal assistant, Jody Schultz. She is my... Many of you know her, and I call her Shiva. She is my brain. She is my my Wonder Woman here in the office. To Tom Westlin, who has been the director and helped me to kind of co-found this and to bring this out to the people. I would like to thank Mona Smiley for helping me with, also with these programs. I would like to give a shout-out to Holly Anthony, who continues to help me with my website and our website here at the Hope Interfaith Center. She has made it easier for listeners to tune in to the Pure Hope Show. So just go to our new website at www.hopeinterfaithcenter.com and you will find our Pure Hope Show there. There's a button right there on our beautiful website, and all you have to do is press it, and you'll be able to listen not only to Nitten, but you will also be able to hear every program that we've ever had that is so archived waiting for you to listen to. We have many classes at the Hope Interfaith Center. We have a teleclass that will be starting in March that you and others might be interested in, and it's called The Ten Most Talked About Things in 2015. So we are building our new world uh, that is fair to all, that's going to be inclusive and gentle and loving. So check us out. Join us at any time at the Hope Interface Center, and we will welcome you with open arms and open hearts. So like us on foot on Facebook. Um, there's a little tag there where you can like us. So once again, Nitin, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us. I love your soul. I love your soul. I feel so, so connected to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. And, thank you. It's been an honor. Thank you very much. <laughs> and it's been oh, wonderful, wonderful for talking to all of you tonight. Till we meet again in the next month. Namaste. Namaste, namaste. Thank you for tuning in to Pure Hope by Rev. Janice Hope Gorman. And until next time, remember that true greatness consists in being great in the little things. Be kind, be gentle, be loving, be true.